Hey everyone, this is John Boot. Welcome back to the Summit Velocity Local Marketing Podcast. The question on many local businesses' minds is how to get more business. We'll provide the answers with small bites of marketing knowledge, strategy and tactics that are working in the real world today and that will help you grow your business. So today I want to talk about five important SEO tips that you need to know and which you can do and apply to your business without necessarily having to hire anyone. And the first thing I'd really say is go and do some basic keyword research. This is something you need to do even at a basic level to try and understand what people are typing in to find you. So we have to consider that people might not know our brand. So if they don't know our brand, we have to help them find us, right? I'm not saying to invest in the paid tools that you know we use here at Sent Protocol. There are free alternatives that with some basic research can help you get along the path. You can simply go into Google and type in searches that you think people looking for you might type. Look at the results and see what they're using in their titles and descriptions. That should give you some ideas of what keywords your competitors are using for their optimization. If you also go to the base of the page on Google, then Google suggests related searches that people use that you can also consider. Another option is to click into the search query bar where your search term is and see what other popular suggestions Google provides. Now, you also have to consider how competitive a market is as well. If you're in the real estate industry, for instance, then that market is really competitive. So trying to rank for, say, Calgary Realtor is probably going to be a lot harder than ranking for a new community in Calgary, say, Belmont Realtor. It's also likely it's going to be easier if you target more specific keywords like you know, a pediatric dentist versus a dentist. And you can also include the location as well. If you type in a search and the results don't have any keywords in them, it means no one is targeting those keywords. I would also ask others, including customers, what they might type in to find your product or service, as people often think differently to us, as we can be blinkered in our view of how people might go looking for us online. One tool I use uh, quite a lot, actually, which can be really useful is Google Trends. It's a free tool from Google that you can go to and type in search terms and topics and see how popular or not something is in your country or worldwide. And if over time it's been popular or only recently trending, you can also look at it to find what are referred to as breakout phrases. And these are where there's a spike in interest in a search term or topic. If you can find and optimize for breakout terms, you could get ahead of the competition by getting in front of prospects first. If you sign up for Google Ads, you can use the free keyword planner there in there too for research without having to pay for any ads. There's also a ton of paid tools out there as well, which offer free trials or a limited amount of searches. So you can learn more about what your what people and competitors are using for um, related products or services. Some of the tools we use include SEMrush, Ahrefs, and Majestic. The second element I want to talk about today is on-page fundamentals. I've seen big brands that were not ranking forget about the fundamentals of on-page SEO. So what do I mean by on-page SEO? And by the way, SEO stands for search, search engine optimization. Basically, applying search engine optimization to the individual pages on your website. Um, it's taking the research you've just done in step one and applying it to your website. Think about the main headings on your pages, the meta title and the meta descriptions, which should be updated to focus on your main target keywords using natural language. Why do that? Well, the headline and meta descriptions of your poster page is displayed in the search results. It's probably the first thing a person sees. And whilst it's not a direct ranking factor, it can actually influence whether your page is clicked or not. But click through rate to your website is a ranking factor. So you need to optimize your headline and description so that keywords are near the front of the headline and that the headline is catchy and engaging. For the meta title, one little trick I use here is to use some symbols as pattern interrupts to make my client's listing stand out. So do something different from everyone else. 
I'd also look at the naming of your image files, ensuring they have image markup or alt image tags. If you are a local business, one little trick is to add the location markup to your images as well. Include some of your target keywords in the main body of your content, as well as related keywords or synonyms. This way, Google gets to understand a lot more about the topics you're discussing on a page. I'd also make sure that you have links to other pages on your website. This is called internal linking. The third thing I want to talk about today is content. Having analyzed a lot of websites over the years as part of their competitive analysis, the ones I see doing the best are the ones with lots of valuable content. Content is also a ranking factor. I mean, I could spend a whole show on content and I'll do that another time. But at a high level, just think about creating more content and writing for humans and creating content in different formats. So whilst I understand creating content if you don't have a team is time consuming, just think strategically and logically. Think of content topics related to your service industry and break them up into different subjects. If you think about a dentist, they cover different areas like dental hygiene, emergency dental, orthodontics, and pediatric. For each of these topics at the highest level, think about what product problem the product or service solves. How does it do it? And what's unique about your product or service? And write about it and categorize it. Writings for humans is another key element. I've seen big brands write very technically and using brand language which just doesn't resonate with its target audience. At the same time, it doesn't work for search engines, as it's not the language your target market uses when looking for your product or service. So talk to your customers and really try to understand the language they use to find you. It might not be what you think. If you use more natural language, that will also help you rank more for voice search too. If you consider that 20% of mobile search is now via voice search, this is really important to consider. Did you also know that the average length of content ranking on page one of Google is around 1,890 words? So think about writing more long-form versus short-form content. So your content needs to be as long as possible to give it depth. Longer content should provide more value to the site's visitors, and it should also give you space to target as many keywords as possible, whether intentionally or unintentionally. More an advanced concept tip is to think about producing or repurposing content in multiple formats. People consume and engage with information differently. So ideally, try to develop content in multiple formats. So that would be blog posts, video, audio, images, GIFs, infographics. Also, often someone that wants to consume video or audio might not be able to based on their current surroundings. So providing written transcripts or subtitles can be great for consumption, for, but also for SEO. Another thing providing multiple formats gives you is the opportunity for it to be shared more easily, which makes them beneficial for traffic and SEO. The fourth, area that, the fourth area I want to consider is to get relevant links from authority sites. Some quick wins you can get for rankings is to build profiles on sites that Google would expect you to be on. Did you know that every website has a domain authority from 0 to 100? A new website would have a 0 until it builds some authority, while sites like Facebook, YouTube, and Amazon would have a domain authority close to 100. So you should be building profiles on these sites with a link back to your website. And also, think about getting your brand profile links. So aside from your Facebook and YouTube, think about Twitter, Instagram, and the other big social networks. If you are a local business with a physical location, you also need to build what are called citation links, where your NAP, also known as name, address, and phone number, are consistent and ideally should match your Google My Business listing. So think of posting on sites like Yelp, 411, TomTom, Apple Maps, Bing, Brownbook, etc. Note that some of these will try and sell you upgraded services, but you don't necessarily need to invest in those. Now, not all links are created equal, so you need to think also in terms of trying to get high-quality links, which are also in your industry and ideally local to you. Local links can also add authority, even if you're not in your industry. Word of caution, though, be careful who you get links from. 
I've seen chiropractors providing registered therapy massage services get their websites penalized because their massage therapists posted links from sites which they thought were harmless, but which Google tagged as toxic sites, sites that were less than reputable in in Google's eyes and through association. So Google penalized the chiropractor's website. The last point is to set up tracking on your website. This can and should include Google Analytics, Google Search Console as a bare minimum. If you don't track and measure, you can't see if you're improving your visibility online or make adjustments. If you're a local business, you should also ensure you've claimed your Google My Business listing and then track your performance. You'll learn where your traffic is coming from and what they're using to find you. If you use pay-per-click, you can also pull data to understand where your pay traffic is coming from and then optimize your site further for SEO. These are all free tools. There's other tools uh, which are called heat mapping tools like Hotjar and VWO, which you can use to understand how people use your site. They have free basic accounts or trial options you can use. Another thing I'd suggest is to set up a sitemap. Now, depending on the website platform, you should be able to get plugins to generate this for you. This lets Google know how your site is structured, and if you create lots of content, it gives them a clearer picture of what your site, product, or service is about. If you make updates to your site with new content, Google will also then know about it as it will be updated in your sitemap. Submit it to Google Search Console and don't forget to submit it to Bing too. Often we forget about Bing, but let's not. Once you have these in place, run an SEO audit to understand what's going on on your website and where you can make improvement. So these are just five elements, but there are many more which I'm sure we'll cover in future podcasts. But contact us if you want more advice for us to audit your website or do SEO. Go to summitprotocol.com or email me at john.boot, that's J-O-H-N dot B-O-O-T-E at summitprotocol.com. Anyway, I appreciate you all hanging out with me today. If you've got any value from this, please tag me or share it on social media with other people and let them know they should come and listen to the Summit Velocity Local Marketing Podcast for the most up-to-date ideas, concepts, strategies, tips and tricks, and other marketing and internet thingy kind of stuff to help grow their company as well. Thanks so much, you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Be seeing you. So if you're listening to this right now, you're probably in one of two scenarios. Firstly, you have a business that has many of the marketing pieces in place and you want to learn more. Or number two, you don't have anything set up and you're still trying to make this work and are trying to tie all the pieces together. If you want my help, just go to summitprotocol.com and see where you can get started. It took me a long time to get the skills to get these things moving, understanding traffic, websites, conversion, content, follow-up emails, etc. There is a lot. And everyone's in a different place, so I created Summit Protocol to help you get a start, whether you're a small local business or like one of our larger brand corporate clients looking to add more revenue and scale your offer. Please go to summitprotocol.com now.